This is Archbishop William Laurie of Baltimore, and you are listening to Catholic Review Radio. Catholic Review Radio is a weekly radio program and podcast hosted by Catholic Review Media, the news operation of the Archdiocese of Baltimore. We are grateful to our Catholic partners for the opportunity to bring quality Catholic programming to our listeners each week. Welcome to Catholic Review Radio. This is Chris Gunty, editor and associate publisher of the Catholic Review. Today we are talking about a new movie that shows how faith is woven into the fabric of a family affected by a tragic event. In this extraordinary true story of faith and survival, On a Wing and a Prayer follows a family's harrowing journey to land a plane safely after their pilot unexpectedly dies mid-flight. With no experience flying the twin-engine aircraft, Doug White struggles to save his entire family from seemingly certain tragedy. With the help of a far-flung group of determined angels who join forces in a race against time and weather, the Whites learn a great deal about themselves, each other, and the miracles that simple faith can achieve. The movie launches on Amazon Prime Video April 7th, just in time for Easter, which is good timing since the original incident happened on an Easter Sunday. Our guests today are Doug White, the real-life husband and father who landed the plane and who co-produced the film, and Roma Downey, the producer, who is known to many for her acting and production credits. Roma Downey is an Emmy-nominated actress, producer, and New York Times best-selling author who has been creating inspirational content for more than 25 years. Best known for her role as the kind-hearted angel Monica on the popular CBS drama Touched by an Angel, Downey is the founder and creative lead of Lightworkers, the faith and family division of MGM Amazon. Its productions include miniseries such as the History Channel's The Bible, which was Emmy-nominated for Outstanding Miniseries or Movie, and CBS's The Dove Keepers, as well as the NBC series AD, The Bible Continues. Well, welcome to Catholic Review Radio, Roma. As the president of Lightworkers Media, why did you want to produce On a Wing and a Prayer? Well, when the script turned up on my desk, this wonderful script by Brian Eggeston, I was just so touched by the story. You know, it played out like a real nail-biter, lots of tension, and, and then ultimately so much inspiration. It really touched my heart. The fact that it's a true story made it just all the more remarkable. And I think that people everywhere, Chris, are hungry for stories of hope. This real life story took place on an Easter weekend. And so I'm, you know, very pleased that Amazon Prime have decided that Easter is the perfect weekend to stream this. And so it will be available for audiences everywhere starting on April 7th. Mm-hmm. The movie features some actors that we've seen in a lot of other places, including Dennis Quaid and Heather Graham. How did you choose Dennis Quaid to play Doug White, and what was special about that? Well, to be honest, I was having a meeting with Dennis Quaid about a completely different project. Um, on a Wing and a Prayer wasn't on my mind when I sat down to talk with him. But during the course of the conversation, he shared with me that he was a pilot, 
in his, you know, it was a hobby that he had. And of course, the light went off inside my mind. I thought, my goodness, I should get him that script to read. So I said to him, look, I hope you don't mind me pitching another story to you, but I have this fabulous script. I think you'd be great in it. Would you mind taking it home to read? And um, anyway, the rest is history. He read it, he fell in love with it. He's amazing in it. He does such a great job. Heather Graham plays his wife. Jesse Metcalf rounds out our, our three stars. He plays the expert pilot on the ground because uh, obviously it took a, a team of people to bring this plane down. It took a team of people and the power of an amazing God because we see this family deep in prayer on this plane. And, um, you know, and it just reminds us that, you know, that our God is amazing and can do amazing things. Yeah, when I was little and when growing up, my mom would always talk about it's time to storm the heavens. And that literally came through in this because the the plane goes through a storm and that. But in the meantime, they've got people storming the heavens with their prayers. How does prayer make a difference in situations like this? Well, I mean, I'm uh, someone I was raised in faith and I can't think of any decision in my life, big or small, that I've made without praying first. So I've seen it work in my own life. Uh, certainly a film like this, um, you know, I, I would say there is no atheist in a foxhole. Um, if you or I were hurtling through the air in a plane that no one knew how to fly, chances are you might have been praying yourself. But this family, we're a family of faith and prayer came naturally to them, particularly to Doug's wife and children who were up the back. Doug himself has said that his, you know, he was just focused fear that he had to just really, you know, remain focused to land that plane. But. Um, all these components come together, Chris, in, um, in a fine way to make a really extraordinary film and um, that we're very proud of. And uh, it's, a, it's an exciting story, but ultimately an uplifting story. So it's my hope and prayer that audiences will come away just feeling inspired um, and uplifted by this great story. Roma, what is it about stories like the White family's experience? Ordinary people facing really difficult circumstances that appeals to you as a storyteller. Well, I think, you know, while I may never be in this situation, I often joke that you'd never find me at the wheel of an airplane. I really don't even like to drive my car much. <laughs> but I have had events in my life, whether it was health issues of family members or projects that I had real challenges getting off the ground. I have found myself with life's challenges and I think that films like this remind audiences that for all the planes in your life that you're trying to land, you know, when mm -hmm. people come together, first of all, when we ask for help, when people can come together to, you know, and work together, and then you add the power of prayer on top of that, extraordinary things can happen. And I think that's why a film like this is uplifting. You or I may never be in the cockpit of a plane, but we have challenges that we're facing. And when we see Doug White land that plane, we are reminded that we too in our lives can land the plane in our own life and that maybe good things can happen. Mm -hmm. what, what were some of the challenges in making this movie and in getting it to production and then actually putting it together? 
Of course, uh, many, many challenges, Chris, along the way. Uh, I think first and foremost that we began the process on this film just at the beginning of COVID. In fact, my very last meeting in my office before my office closed down and ultimately our country and our world closed down was with the director, Sean McNamara. Um, who I had uh, met with. Um, Sean, of course, you may know from his wonderful work as um, Soul Surfer. He did the Bethany Hamilton story of the young Hawaiian girl who lost her arm to a shark attack. I thought that his sensibility and his you know, uh, amazing talent would be right for this film. And so um, you know, then we hit all of the, of the challenges that that COVID period brought into our industry. Uh, uh, and the, you know, every step of the way, it was it was a challenge to film during that time, and the protocols in place, and how expensive it was to create a, a project during that time because of the extensive testing, etc., that was needed. Um, uh, for the filming itself, you know, there's a certain claustrophobia uh, for for actors and for the crew because a lot of the film took place in a in a built cockpit on a soundstage. Mm -hmm. uh, we had green screen or blue screen in this case behind where we were able to then put this, you know, with, through special through the amazing power of special special effects and, a, and an incredible technical team that we had on board for this. Um, the film then cuts away to the air traffic controllers. Uh, we created some new characters of a couple of avia aviation enthusiasts on the ground just to give us different mm -hmm. places to cut to build the elements of the story. Right. And I think the whole thing comes together. It's a, it's a real lean-in experience. It sure is. Isn't it? It's like a nail-biting yeah, sure experience. Is. Yeah, a lot of tension. Um, but you really invest emotionally in this family. And when that plane finally touches down, you're, you know, you're uplifted and you're cheering for them. Uh, that they made it through this ordeal. Yeah, we've got just a little bit of time left. You've been involved for a long time with television and movie projects that bring faith into focus, Roma. Do you find Hollywood and audiences more receptive to that message these days? Well, I think that um, I think so. I think we've just seen recently a great success in the industry with the movie Jesus Revolution. But I think in general, people are always hungry for hope. They're hungry. We're hungry for good story. I mean, first and foremost, this is an entertaining story, and um, and it's it's not a preachy story. No, it's a story, you know. And I think that so therefore, general audiences really will respond to this. But you're right. I have been, you know, for the last you know 30 years, this has been a space that I've lived in from my early days of Touched by an Angel. Uh, through to the Bible series and film Son of God, etc. I am interested in stories of faith and stories of hope and stories that inspire. It's what I want to do with my life. You know, it's like this is, you know, my life's purpose. I've really enjoyed it. It's been a privilege for me to be able to, because all the stories ultimately remind us that there is a God and that it's a loving God and we're so grateful to him. And I know I've heard Doug White say over and over, that to God be the glory in this story, and that he and his family are grateful to God for helping them bring that plane down. It is good to see God woven into our everyday life and, and to have stories of faith and hope. Thanks so much, Roma Downey, for being with us today. Thank you, Chris. All the best. After the break, we will talk with Doug White, the real-life inspiration for the movie On a Wing and a Prayer. This is Chris Gunty, and you are listening to Catholic Review Radio. 
Archdiocese of Baltimore makes the protection of children a leading priority in its parishes, schools, and other ministries. The Archdiocese seeks to keep kids safe through training and background checks and by implementing a zero-tolerance policy for anyone credibly accused of abusing a child. For more information about the Archdiocese efforts to keep our children safe, please visit www.archbalt.org accountability. Catholic News from the Archdiocese of Baltimore and around the world with the Catholic Review. More than 600 men filled most of the pews at St. Louis and Clarksville March 25th for the Catholic Men's Fellowship of Maryland's 2023 Annual Conference. The conference, which included morning mass celebrated by Archbishop William E. Lorry, featured guest speakers Neil Lozano, Curtis Martin, and Nathan Crankfield. Curtis Martin, founder of FOCUS, Fellowship of Catholic University Students Outreach, said the church in the United States has lost tens of millions of Catholic worshipers. Martin said FOCUS has produced hundreds of full-time missionaries serving tens of thousands of college students on campuses throughout the country. For more on this story, visit catholicreview.org. Two area Catholic universities are doing their part to cultivate entrepreneurism. Loyola University Maryland in Baltimore and Mount St. Mary's University in Emmitsburg both offer programs and resources that are helping support the next generation of innovators. Loyola's Simon Center for Innovation and Entrepreneurship started the Baltrepreneurs Accelerator Program in 2019. The program primarily serves Baltimore entrepreneurs who are founders of color or women. Since its inception, Baltrepreneurs Accelerator has worked intensively with 47 entrepreneurs from 38 ventures. Participants receive training and technical assistance, mentorship, networking opportunities, and access to capital. While Mount St. Mary's is the first university in Maryland to offer a bachelor's degree in entrepreneurship, students in all majors have access to resources within the Palmieri Center for Entrepreneurship, made possible through a $1 million donation from alumni Paul and Diane Palmieri. For more on this story, visit catholicreview.org. If you're looking for a moving experience of Christ's passion, be sure to check out the Passion Walk at St. Joseph Parish Center in Fullerton. It features a series of 18 near-life-size dimensional sets depicting the final days in the life of Jesus. More than 1,000 visitors are expected to experience the Passion Walk during its 2023 run. The free exhibition opened March 27th and continues through April 4th. To learn more and to find out how to attend, visit catholicreview.org. From the newsroom of the Catholic Review, I'm George Matisek. Remember the spirit of your parish community, the power of worshiping together, the warmth of friends new and old who share your faith. Join us for Mass this weekend. Visit archbelt.org to find a Catholic parish near you. Feel the joy. With inviting surroundings, complete independence, and an unmatched quality of life, Mercy Ridge is the unparalleled choice for your retirement lifestyle. It's a way of living that promotes an active, healthier life. Located in Timonium, Maryland, Mercy Ridge Continuing Care Retirement Community features a beautifully landscaped 32-acre campus. The grounds, dining, and recreational amenities and residences are designed to provide a gracious lifestyle and a variety of exciting activities. Visit MercyRidge.com. This is Archbishop William Laurie of Baltimore, and you are listening to Catholic Review Radio. We are back on Catholic Review Radio. Our guest this segment is Doug White, 
the real-life inspiration for the movie On a Wing and a Prayer, which premieres on Amazon Prime Video April 7th. Doug White is a pharmacist and the owner of a car wash. After the incident on Easter Sunday 2009 in which he landed in an airplane after the pilot died mid-flight, White made the decision to, as he put it, get back on the horse that threw me rather than never fly again. He made it his focus to learn to fly the Beechcraft Super King airplane. White's flight ratings now include a multi-engine rating, commercial rating, and an instrument rating. Doug co-produced On a Wing and a Prayer in which Dennis Quaid, himself a pilot, plays Doug White. Welcome to Catholic Review Radio, Doug. First of all, congratulations on landing that plane and saving your family. Great job. Thank you. I didn't do it by myself. Yeah, well, the, the film shows that you had a lot going on in your life. The loss of your dad uh, and then your brother dying unexpectedly before the pilot in the King Air had a heart attack um, on Easter Sunday, no less. I mean, that was kind of how did your faith get you through all of that? To me, my faith didn't get me through the airplane incident. It, the airplane incident made my faith stronger. Now, after it's over, you, you look back and you realize your faith has grown. Uh -huh. And as I've said earlier, sometimes you'll say, why, 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 why me, why me? And then, you know, why did the pilot die and all that? So, but eventually you get to the time where you quit, you quit asking why and you just say, thank you. And that's when, to me, your, your faith has grown. You know, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen according to the scriptures. And there's a lot of things that are not seen in that incident and these other incidents you're talking about that are divine, that are behind the human scenes. And I just have to trust and hope that I'm doing what I need to be doing and, and hoping that everything will turn out for the best, as the scriptures also say. So that's how my faith is involved with, with what you're asking. Mm -hmm. That sense of surrendering to the will of God and to the work of God must be a difficult thing, right? Not for me. That's good. Not, not for me. Uh, if it's a difficult thing, then it, you're thinking more of self than you are of God. But if you realize God's in control and God's sovereign, God doesn't need any advice. God doesn't need any counseling. God doesn't need any help from me. And he's the one that controls the universe and created me and created the world. If you, if you have that attitude about him, then I can surrender him all the time because if you're not surrendering, you're still holding on to yourself and you've still got some idolatry in your own life. So it's it's not a big issue for me to surrender to God. I may not mm -hmm. agree with the direction. I may not know where we're going, but that's where the trust comes. Yeah. In other words, don't worry about tomorrow because God's already there, you see. True. You had just a little bit of experience taking lessons in a single-engine plane uh, before this happened, uh, and the movie shows it as as though you have like zero aptitude for the, for that. Uh, you obviously had never flown a, a, a twin engine aircraft. How did your family being on the flight motivate you to say, "I can do this with God's help. I can do this." I had, as I've said, probably twenty five hours in the previous six months in a Cessna one seventy two, which is actually nothing, but I did know up and down and left and right. But when you get in the cockpit of a King Air corporate 10-seat aircraft and you're looking at the, well, the dashboard, for lack of a better word, the panel, it looks like the space shuttle. Mm -hmm. So 
it's a whole different ball game. Pressurization, autopilot, uh, retractable gear, twin engine turboprops, you know, something I knew nothing about. Uh, with my family back there and me, uh, my attitude was I just had a focused fear, as I've called it. I, were you scared? I can't say yes or no. I had a focused fear. I was so focused, tunnel vision on what they were telling me to do in the headset and looking out the windshield, not flipping the plane upside down, that I got hyper, I hyperventilated and I got a little loud with the controllers when they weren't moving fast enough to suit me. But all in all, I had the emotions going on, but it was in here. And then when we landed, that's when the headset was going back and forth on the side of my temples. And I thought it was a prop blast from an aircraft blowing me, but it was actually my pulse beating. So my heart was racing, but it was all. And when, when you, if you listen to the actual recording on YouTube, you can hear me. I lose all my emotions after I landed, after I hit hit the ground. But while I was up there and we were up there, I told them, I said, y'all need to get in the back and y'all need to pray and pray hard because there's something I've got to do up here. So they were good enough to go in the back and let me do what I needed to do or needed to try to do. Mm -hmm. Could you feel that prayer behind you? No, I just, like I said, I had a focused fear and if I was going to die, I was going to die trying not to. But, you know, there you go. the prayer and the family and the emotions and all that are hindsight for me in this instant. I waited till we were down and then all that comes to life. But while you're in the, <laughs> in the middle of the fire, you need to be dealing with putting the fire out. Right. Me, right. anyway. Right. There's a Washington Post story that came out today that talked about the fact that there's a survey that just came out recently that said that, you know, they asked people, did they have confidence that if they were in a in a plane where the pilot was disabled, could they land it? And that a lot of people said they did have a high confidence. And the science behind it is that's not very likely. It, it's not very. And they mentioned your case specifically really? as a way of saying it can be done, but it's really rare. Uh, as I watched the screener of the movie, I knew I'd be talking to you and I knew it was going to work out, but I was on the edge of my seat. How did you get through all of that? And you talked about this. How did, how did it deepen your faith? Two things about your survey and your comment. Every controller that was involved in this, like three controllers in Miami and three in Fort Myers, every single one of them later said the talk around the shop, around the control tower was he had zero chance. And the NTSB launched a crash plane out of Atlanta, I think, en route to the South Florida to pick up the pieces, more or less, and they turned them around midair. It's the first time in history that the NTSB uh, crash site plane had ever been turned around because they always end up going to a site that's a pretty big mess. So my faith was not involved during the event. My faith surfaced after the event. My faith got stronger after the event. But I had faith before the event, see? So faith before the event keeps God running the show during the event. You with me? Yeah. And then after it's over yeah. with, hindsight, you look back and you quit asking why, and you just say thank you. And your faith goes up a little notch. And then the next time you go through something, your faith goes up another notch. Anybody that gets to heaven that grew to be an adult will Nobody in heaven will not be there without battle scars. Amen to that. So how close is the movie to the actual events? And what's it like to see yourself portrayed on screen by Dennis Quaid? 
Quade did a great job. Quade called me. He's a pro. He called me four or five times during the six weeks they were filming, and he'd ask me something like, look, they're waiting for me on the set. I got to get there. Just to set. But let me ask you, when you did such and such, how come you did that instead of this? And I'd tell him whatever the answer was. Okay, got it. He did that every four or five days, and then his mannerisms, according to my daughter and son-in-law who were on the set, his mannerisms that mimic me were eerie. Strangely eerie. He said, look, matter of fact, we saw him walking across the set one time from the back. We thought it was you. So he did a great job, and, uh, you know, he, he just a pro. He, he must have researched it and watched me deliver an address the next year to the controllers or something because he he, he nailed it. But it's uh, I can't give you a percentage how accurate it is. I'd say 80 85% accurate. Because I've said, if you if you weren't on the plane, you didn't know what happened and what did not happen, then they didn't Hollywood it up too bad. Everything that happens on the plane in the film is believable. And most of everything else in the film actually happened. That's awesome. Well, you, you certainly are a great testament to, to having faith and, and bringing that into, into your own life and, uh, and carrying it through. So thank you so much for being with us. You're welcome. Appreciate it. We talked today with Roma Downey, producer of On a Wing and a Prayer, and Doug White, co-producer of the film and its real-life inspiration. The film premieres on Amazon Prime Video April 7th. You have been listening to Catholic Review Radio. Tune in next week for an Easter Sunday conversation with Father Eric Arnold about the resurrection, the early church, and evangelization. You're probably not getting much church news in your daily newspaper or on your local TV station. The Catholic Review is the only publication in the Archdiocese of Baltimore that covers the Catholic Church full-time. There are so many ways to stay in touch with the Catholic Review. Pick up the monthly magazine at your parish or have it delivered to your home. Get fresh news every day online at catholicreview.org. Subscribe to our e-newsletter for twice-weekly updates. Just text CR Media to 84576. Follow the Catholic Review on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Catholic Review Media will inspire, teach, inform, and engage you wherever your faith takes you. Read it today in print or online at catholicreview.org. That's catholicreview.org. Tune in to Catholic Review Radio next week. Available on WMET 1160 AM and 103.1 FM. Also, WSJF 92.7 FM in the Sykesville area and WVTO 92.7 FM in Baltimore City. Check us out on SoundCloud or your favorite podcast app. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Catholic Review Radio. As we prepare for the week ahead, let us do so in prayer together as one community of faith. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Let us also ask the blessing and intercession of our Blessed Mother as we pray, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. May Almighty God bless us and keep us always in his love.